Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Leslie. Welcome to Quince. <laughs> a little sweet. A little tart. And a little unexpected. Today is Wednesday, February the 17th, 2016. And our word of the day is... Touch. Oh, touch. Touch. That's a hard word for me to say for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't touch. know. There's certain words that are hard for me the to say. The C-H? Maybe the touch. Maybe I have a little lips. <laughs> well But that was your word That was my word Yes, and I think it's a great word I think there's going to be a whole lot to talk about Well, it has certainly come up ever since I thought of it <laughs> Yeah Yes The way it goes um, So I have the dictionary Because we decided we were going to look things up Yes you. And I have the 1906 No, not quite that bad 1972, Merriam, New American Webster's Dictionary. That is uh, Beth's treasure and... Um, <laughs> Well-tattered. It's gotten tanned um, pages and everything, but I can read it. Touch means perceived by physical contact. Uh, feel by tactile sense. Be or come in contact with um, with the hand or handle. Uh, refer or allude to. Deal with. Pertain and improve. Hmm. Okay. Affect. Uh, imbue. Come up. Or to come or be in contact with, and the act of all of the above. Oh, well, a couple of those I have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. But uh, one of them I thought about being touched in the head, oh, which well, I that hadn't... was the first thing I put on my list. Is that right? <laughs> well, I didn't mean to usurp well, you, Leslie, because okay. I never thought of that until right this very minute. Well, it's a mountain thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. And people didn't say touched in the head; they said you were touched. Ah, just a little touched. <laughs> yeah, they said touched, and and they really kind of meant you were odd. It, um, and not, it wasn't always, well, it was somewhat negative, but um, somebody that was a little odd would be touch. Oh, okay. You know, and then some people have a nice spin on it. They say touch by angels. Well, see, that's what went through my mind um, as soon as I, I thought of touch. And touched by an angel. I mean, talk about your you know, um, sappy whatever show, but <laughs> yeah. I liked it, and I looked it up on my iPad, uh -huh. because I thought, what, did that just run just for a little bit? It actually ran for, it was over 11 seasons. Really? Yes, started in 1994. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think, I'm, I'm pretty sure I read that, but it was definitely around 10. Wow. Yes, with that same woman, Roma, Roma, whatever her name is, uh -huh. and um, and yeah. then her, Tess was her yeah, her supervisor. Was her, yeah, yeah, that was during my years of not watching TV much. Chris, I've not been a huge TV watcher most of my life. Well, and for some reason, because I haven't had TV 
that often in 30 yeah. years. Uh -huh. But that was right around the time uh, my son was young. We got a divorce. I mean, you know, my husband and I got a divorce. And we decided, Taylor and I, to get a television. Mm -hmm. And so I would come home from work. And sometimes there'd be reruns of Touched by an Angel. And I'd just cry like a baby. Uh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that one's um, different than what you see today. But so you and I are not TV watchers anyway. And I think we were talking last time. It was like um, every time, everybody I know closely doesn't have a television. I know. <laughs> a, a customer came into the shop one day, and I happened to mention that. And he was like, astonished and then he went off to look at something and he came back to continue the discussion about me not having a television yeah and said did what did i do when i found you know went to friends houses i said well they don't have tv either right right <laughs> at least kathleen and peter and i don't yeah and, exactly yeah quite a few people really yeah. that's and then yeah i've had a british connection for many years of my life yes and touch or to put a touch on is a word meaning to borrow with no intention of paying it back in oh. British parlance. And it's probably old, because they were old Brits. They were not young. Hmm. So it's probably an old So usage. how would you use that in a sentence? Say, he well, touched me up for five bucks? Yeah, or, or, uh, or Bertie went and uh, touched um, Alfie for a hundred pounds. And he's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, or put a touch on or... Oh, okay. So, uh, or put the touch. <laughs> mm. So that was a different usage that uh, I used to run into. Hmm. But, but I think it's a huge word. You know, we, oh. we tend to wind up with huge words somehow. Well, it is one of the senses. One of the senses. And uh, I was thinking today how... Um, Older people, I think, as they get older, they tend to not get as much touching as they need. Right. You know, and, and or the maybe not impersonal touch of a nurse, but in a way you have to be, you know more about nursing. Right. And we were going to get into this. Um, you have to be a bit impersonal to be a nurse in a way, but you can talk about that. Well, you certainly are taught about the importance of touch yeah. in nursing school. Okay. Yes, the, it is important. Yeah. So even though it might be done with a certain level yeah. of, you're, you're certainly encouraged. Right. In fact, that's part of the rubbing the lotion okay. on yeah. and that mm -hmm. sort of thing. <clears throat> but one thing, uh, I found I found a book that I've not read, but I would really like to, and it's called Touch, the Science of Hand, Heart, and Mind by David J. Linden, and he did an interview on NPR also, which I may go up and see if I can find that uh -huh. podcast and do that, but one thing he was um, talking about in a review of the book, it talked about children that of all the gifts that a parent can give a child, one of the most important is just a simple loving touch. And they f have found, you know, remember in orphanages, they talked about, especially Romania a yeah, number of yeah, years ago, 
Russia. Uh, and so overcrowded. Um, the babies who are deprived of human touch have all sorts of abnormalities. Mm -hmm. Their growth are stunted. They're slow to gain cognitive and motor skills. They have repetitive behaviors like rocking back and forth. Uh, they're more likely to develop obesity, diabetes, heart disease, mm. and all kinds of mental illness from depression right up to psychosis. And they found that as little as 20 minutes of gentle physical contact a day can help the touch-deprived infants have the worst outcomes. Okay. So. I guess that may be why these young women now are wearing their babies. Right. Maybe that's one of the reasons. I don't really know because I never was a mother, but uh, that uh, a lot of the young people have those wraps. Absolutely, and yes. And I guess that is uh, a big thing. Yes. And the the um, other subject that I thought of was children in schools mm -hmm. and how tricky that is. Uh, years ago, I was at, uh, my mom was a school secretary at the elementary school in Stewart for years and years and years, and I was down one day for some reason, I was already grown and out of school, and she asked me to take a note to the special ed teacher or, or something. So I walked in, and I knew the special ed teacher, and I handed her the note, and this little child came running up and just wrapped herself around me. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, and so I reached out and hugged her. You know, not even thinking of that being a problem. And the teacher said, you know, I wish I could do that. Oh, how sad. You know, because she had to be so careful. Mm. But this child just needed an adult touch. At that moment, maybe she did often. I had no idea, you know, if this was a common thing with her. And she'd never seen me before. Right, right. You know, I may look enough like my mother that she might have mistaken me for my mother, but... But she just came charging up and just wrapped herself around me. Well, we have the Head Start children come along uh -huh. to the homestead. Yeah. And they're mostly three and four year olds. Yeah, that's and they love children. their hugs. <laughs> they're little, little children. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you do. You have to yeah, yeah, stop yeah. and And I'm think. sure they have to think, you know, before they... Mm -hmm. uh, our teachers have to be careful about situations. But children need that. Absolutely, for sure. And as we function from childhood right through the end, we need touch. Yeah. Right. In fact, another thing in this book that I found very interesting uh -huh. was that um, in different countries... Touch is done in a different way, and really? part of, uh huh. Never thought of that. I know, I didn't either. Uh, but it's very much influenced by culture. One psychologist did a study, and he went in coffee shops all around the world, and he observed how often people conversing would touch each other. Okay. And he found that couples in San Juan, Puerto Rico, touched an average of 180 times per hour. Wow. Yes. Compared with 110 times in Paris. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, that sounds familiar. Uh huh. Yeah. Two times in Gainesville, Florida. Yeah. And zero times per hour in London. Well, now that I understand. Uh huh. <laughs> uh -huh. In fact, they they say that that the English are the only people who were less demonstrative than the Americans. Right. Yeah. Well, I can say, and and mountain people are restrained. Mm hmm. In their well, especially country. in public. Yeah, in public. Now, I always thought it was so sweet. My grandparents, um, Grandma would be in the kitchen or something, and uh, Grandpa would touch her in some way when he passed. Uh -huh. And she'd go, oh! <laughs> you know, but you could tell it pleased her. Oh, of course it You did. know, but she'd go, oh! You know, and push it <laughs> off, and he would, uh, you know. But it was just very little, small things. It wasn't like grabbing her up right, or something right. in front of us. But, you know, it was just little things. <laughs> <laughs> See now, my parents were hand holders, really? so even when they go walking around our property, yeah, uh, we had about nine acres in town, and they had mowed paths oh. throughout. And they go out and they they call the dog, and usually have a cat or two, and go walking through these fields. Right, and they were they'd hold hands, oh. and yeah, yeah, that was sweet. Mm -hmm. Good example for y'all. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hard act to follow. Hard sometimes. act to follow. <laughs> so for sure. And of course, we have our pets. Oh yes, thank you. Know, all of us that are uh, singleish. Yes. Having something like that. Um, Nightly is my hearing aid dog. Nightly's an Australian Shepherd. He's three years, just turned three. And the first thing I taught him after the regular obedience, was sit and lay down and stay and all that was to touch me. And when I say the word touch, he runs over and he taps me with his nose. And this is a cue. So um, then I connected it to different sounds. Like uh, when the phone rings, he'll come and tap me. And when uh, I leave the water running, he'll come and tap me. And different things like that. So, but for him, we have an orgy every morning when the <laughs> alarm goes off. He comes up and tells me the alarm went off. And then he lays his whole body down right up against me so I can hug him. No. You know, and then and then Emma's the same. Uh, Emma comes wiggling up. You know, so I got both of them on both sides. What a great way to yeah, wake up. Yeah, it's a great way to wake up. And it's all about touch with them. You know, that I imagine animals may be as tactile or more tactile than we are. Mm -hmm. Well, think about um, chimpanzees, monkeys, yeah. how much they groom, groom each other. Each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I saw a picture of an elephant the other day wrapping oh. their trunks around each other and different things. Mm -hmm. so. And horses. You ever watch horses groom each other? Mm-hmm. Even the cows yeah, that the cows I see out too. my window. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's all about the touch. Mm -hmm. Well, I know working in the nursing home, uh, we had some therapy dogs. We didn't even call them back, back, yeah. back then. But at the Alzheimer's facility, we had um, gray, retired greyhound dogs. And they were very well behaved. They would just come in and sit down on their haunches. You know, right, so they would be at petting level to yeah. somebody sitting in a wheelchair or a, a chair, 
and the people would just rest their hands on oh, those dogs' head, and it was comforting. just it, it was obviously comforting to mm -hmm. both. Yep, absolutely. Because some of the dogs come from uh, kind of harsh backgrounds. I've heard that rescues. I don't mm -hmm. really know mm -hmm. much about. I never saw greyhound racing like I've seen horse racing. But I think that was just so important. And we had some cats in yeah. some of the facilities where I've worked. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cats are just great. They just get up and purr and mm -hmm. hug, touch, and mm -hmm. love. And <laughs> yes. And you have Clue Kitty. I have Clue Kitty, and she is just uh, the sweetest. Yeah. Sweetest cat. Now, she will come up this something new like she's going to give me a kiss and it's almost like she's smelling smelling my breath or something <laughs> I mean she's so funny she's just started doing this in the last couple of weeks and yeah. um, it reminded me of when my son was little and sometimes you know he'd come up and sniff around he'd say I smell chocolate oh. <laughs> well, my cat has don't tell my uncle, but my cat has moved in. Oh, you're Barnabas. Yeah, so and he, he will come up and bump you to be petted. Uh, you know, if, if I'm working or something, he'll, he'll bump at me. So, um, and that's a little different kind of behavior. Well, see, touch is very important. Absolutely. Um, there was... Uh, one of our listeners, Nancy Ann Loudon, up in Bealington, West Virginia, she, when she heard that we were doing the word touched, she reminded me of that song, that a hymn called He Touched Me. Yeah. And that was written by Bill Gaither back in 1964. So yeah. it's not that old of a hymn, yeah, really. I was thinking, of course, mm -hmm. that's most of my life. But I was 50 thinking, years. It sounds like an old hymn. Mm -hmm. But he, Bill Gaither, was with an evangelist whom I, I've never heard of, Dr. Dale Oldham. And the preacher said, Bill, the word touch is a very popular word. It comes up so often in the New Testament stories about Jesus touching people's eyes That's and healing true. them or touching people's lives and changing them. It's a special spiritual word and you ought to write a song that praises his touch. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, he did and he sang it and then... The Imperials, the group The Imperials recorded it, so it started getting a little more popular, and then Elvis Presley yeah. heard a version The Imperials did, and so he recorded it in 1971, and it ended up becoming the title track of his Grammy Award winning um, record called, uh, album, the whole album called He Touched uh -huh. Me. So that's pretty interesting. Well, I'll see if I can find a, a link to Elvis uh, singing the YouTube mm -hmm. version of that. I bet there's one out there. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of <laughs> yeah, them out there. there, or the Imperials, or yeah. even Bill Gaither, right. who my grandmother just loved. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, remember, I remember Bill Gaither. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So touching. And things are touched. Things touch your heart. Oh yes. As well as um, physical things. 
course, the older I get, I, I used to be sto positively stoic. Nothing bothered me. And now I just bawl like a baby <laughs> over, <laughs> over <laughs> anything. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if it's age or what. Yes, I mean, and, and I'm often, I often feel touched when it's happy things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It's, it's not, a, it's, it's rarely, a sad thing won't make me cry. It's a happy thing that will mm -hmm. make me cry. I understand. <laughs> yeah, it's like certain commercials just kill me, like the, the uh, Clyde Sales, the right. Budweiser Clyde Sales and the puppy one. Oh, yeah, anything like that. Yeah, any of, anything with a dog in it just messes me up. So, you know. Our friend Marilyn lost her. Wonderful companion. Our friend had a dog named Kitty. Yes, she was 12 years old. Well, she's had her nine years, she said. Yeah, she was about 12. So I think Kitty came as a grown dog. Wonderful Australian Shepherd. They were totally, you never saw one without the other. So it's a huge loss. I know. So we're thinking about Marilyn. And I don't think, she probably doesn't listen to us, but we care about her a lot. Yes. And this is a tough time for her. Oh. So, that furry little touch. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Have we covered all the aspects? Well, I think for now. I, I you know, I have quotes and I've got some yeah, book, another, a couple other books, but we'll get to them after yeah. we have done some of our sweet. Yeah, a little sweet uh, projects. I am still quilling. And speaking of touch, there's nobody that's more into the feel of things than a fiber person. That's true. Yeah, if it's soft, if it's harsh, if it's... Um, if it's smooth, if it's silky, if it's whatever, we're all about how it feels. And when I'm in the shop, uh, I like watching people. Sometimes they come in and they think they can't touch. I don't know if it's the yarn you mean, yeah, or or any of the stuff in the shop, the books or whatever. And I don't know if it's because some places aren't touch friendly. Yeah, I want things handled. And uh, particularly the the natural yarns, because the more they're touched and handled, the softer mm. they get, and and more they work into themselves. Because when you first spin something, it's tight, ish. You know, it, it's not tight, tight, wiry, but it's not what it's going to be when you finish knitting. Oh. Because a, a natural fiber will change as you finish knitting because of the uh, the the. Uh, needles rub against it, it, pulling it in and out of your bag, it just kind of turns into itself. Not well, isn't that a great metaphor? Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and so so when people handle it on the shelves, it's a good thing. So, uh, so I'm always encouraging people to touch stuff. I touch the books, touch the whatever, and touch the yarn, touch the fiber. And, and it's fun to watch people do that. You know, when they pick up something, oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> uh -huh, so soft. Yeah, you know, and, and, and put the fingerless mitts or the mitten on your hand. You know, it's, it's not going to hurt it. Try on that hat. Yeah, try on that hat. It's not going to hurt it. And certain people react differently to, you know, the itchiness of yeah. something. So yeah. it's important to know that. Exactly. And, and you know, and, and there are there is a minority of people that are allergic to wool. I think we have 
covered this before, commercial walls are harshly processed. And therefore, there are tiny little, well, and sometimes not so tiny little broken pieces in the yarn. Ooh. And that's what's scratching you. Mm -hmm. It's not the wall itself, it's those broken bits. So uh, give, give hand spun a chance because we wash it by hand and we don't use chemicals. And we pick the little bits out rather than using a chemical to uh, the hay or whatever. It's called vegetable matter. Okay. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we don't use a chemical that disintegrates it. And that's what they do in the commercial mills. They, mm. they put a chemical and it disintegrates all the VM and then, uh, then they run it through the spinner. Uh, but that chemical can break the fibers. Ooh, and that's and what scratches you. And they can scratch you. I was allergic to wool when I was young, I thought. Mm. My aunt gave me this wonderful poncho she got in Mexico. Put it on one time and I broke out all over. Mm. You know, and it was because it was commercially done. So anyway, that's my uh, soapbox. That's interesting. <laughs> yes. And I'm still working on quill. I've gotten the middle section done, and I've started the um, uh, feather and fan section, which is the next section. What I had to do is pick up stitches around all of the sides, on, but I had to pick up stitches all the way around. And now I'm doing different colors in the lace pattern. And um, it, it's really going a lot faster than I thought it would. Oh, I can't wait to see. Yeah, it. and um, if anybody's interested, we, I can do a a um, YouTube or something sometime about how to pick up stitches. You know that some people find that challenging. Do it with a crochet hook. Is yeah. that how you do it? No, I do it with a needle. Yeah, and uh, the the size of the middle section. The, um, was 270 rows that was so you'd have 135 bumps and you pick up the stitch between the bumps so that you have the right numbers hmm. of stitches so it's um, 135 stitches this way 135 stitches that way 135 stitches that way 135 stitches that way so there's a lot of stitches you have on to my count needle. those while you're doing it yeah well oh. I did it the first time but now I've got it all figured out and I'm the queen of fudging, so if I missed one, I made it fit. I fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> so so far, so far, right now, it looks like a pair of underwear because it's all wadded up in a in a ball because the um, the stitches are all tight against each other. But it'll be nice. And I restarted Kathleen's sweater. Oh, wonderful! Yes, you all I, were looking at the pattern book. We were, and it's by. Um, and I forgot to bring it, so I won't say much about it right now, but I uh, will put a link to the pattern. Um, it's a simple sweater. It's got a um, leaf uh, a um, leaf pattern that's just very simple. It's um, pearl and knit stitches to make the pattern. So pretty straight forward, and we'll see what happens. We'll see if it fits her. Because the last one didn't. <laughs> Badly didn't. Okay, it was big, huh? It was really big. Mm. So, uh, so we'll see. I'm, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm calling her and I say, I need your arm. 
Yes. And then I put it on her and see if it fits. So we'll, we'll do it a little bit closer. We're doing it to her measurements now. Rather, the last time I did it, I put it, I measured it to a piece of a uh, shirt that she brought me. Mm -hmm. And it just didn't fit. It was the same size as a shirt, but it wasn't the same size as Kathleen. Well, live and learn. Absolutely. I think it's good for our audience to know that even a professional has yeah. some challenges. <laughs> <laughs> and I have been spinning. Good. Yeah, so, um, I'm spinning some merino, which is a very, very soft. Uh, well, in a whole lot of different colors, mostly purples and blues. Where did you get merino? Uh, I uh, got uh, cheated and ordered this. Well, that's from, okay. Yeah, from a factory. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, after I finish spinning it, I've got some angora. I got the uh, that I've sheared my rabbits. Oh, good, and, your uh, own. Yeah, and so I'm going to uh, dye it in similar colors and ply it with this, uh, or spin another single of the angora and ply it with this, and it's going to be really nice. Well, yeah. That's yes. impressive. Yeah. So How are your bunnies? Everybody's good. We uh, didn't have any problems after the dog attack that we talked about last time. And, uh, my little um, camera has caught my guy that um, did the um, uh, did the scraping of the yard. It caught him and caught a couple of people coming to visit. And no dogs. So. <laughs> well, that's good so news. So far, so good. Good news. And you've been doing a lot of work lately. With my postcards. Yeah. Yes, which I don't talk as much on about on here that I sort of promised in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, we need to do that. But I am back on eBay and uh, having a lot of fun going through and yeah. scanning and looking up. And, and today I had lunch down in Stewart at Honduras Coffee Shop with my wild women friends. Mm -hmm. We go out um, the third Wednesday of every month, and I've been going for, I don't know, like 14 years yeah. now. Um, and afterwards, we went over to the little gift shop called Maddie B's. Mm -hmm. Which is lovely. Yeah. And they've moved into a bigger location, but yeah. still right there um, on the main drag. Uh-huh. And so, there I was looking through all her earrings and soaps and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And there were a couple postcards. Yeah. And they're magnetic. Cool. And they're pretty. One had an owl and one with flowers. And since I didn't have any magnetic postcards, I did buy a couple of them. I may send one to Sister Ruthie, who has a yeah. birthday at the end of this week. And so I may send her one. She's my only sibling that likes postcards. Oh. So that makes it nice. And then that got me thinking about some of the postcards that we touch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like you, you know, if people want to, I have them in sleeves, so yeah. people can go through and touch. Um, we have one called a squeaker card, and it usually has an animal. Sometimes it's something else, but it has a bump. You can feel the bump, and when you pick it up, it squeaks. Really? Uh -huh. I've seen one of those. Uh -huh. They came out in the, pretty much in the 1950s. Uh -huh. It was like a novelty, mm -hmm. made in Japan, you know, that cool. kind of thing. 
So it might be a cat or a dog in. Oh, they drive a cat or a dog crazy when you take your squeaker card out oh, and do. And I, I didn't want to make the sound on, on here. Oh, um, I don't know why not. Is it loud? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm afraid that it, yeah. it's sort of a, an obnoxious okay. little squeak, you know, that kind <laughs> okay. of thing. But I did bring out some other tactile postcards. Uh -huh. One, which is from about 1910, Whoa. has some of the first plastic. They called it celluloid. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's like a cool. plastic. So that's sort of neat to touch. Yeah. And back in around the same time period, around 1910, they would put like little pin cushions Oh, really? And you can feel the satin. Like a satin. Uh-huh, yeah. but it's puffy. Uh -huh. And so some, you said to someone, it's like a gift, and they could put their pen, yeah, their okay. pens in there. That's too gorgeous to put Oh, pens. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to stick a pen in yeah, there. But that beautiful. was the uh -huh. point of it. Okay. It was like a little gift. And then we have the embroidery cards. Oh, yeah. That are embroidered all over. Oh, this happens to be... Um, a couple from looks like Spain or somewhere, yeah, Madrid, yeah, and um, just beautiful. It and is. I've even seen embroidered ones that's like a little flap on the front of the postcard, and you can pick up the embroidered flap, and there's a spot to put a little piece of paper, a oh. little note, well, even though it's mailed as a postcard. Right, that's, so that's interesting. Aren't they pretty? I'll let you take yeah, a I'll couple, or I'll take some pictures, well, we'll take too. Some pictures, yeah. mm -hmm. And then, of course, there's a leather one. Oh, yeah. yeah they're fun to fun. touch, and mm -hmm. they're, they're soft. Yeah. And here is an aluminum. Oh, yeah. So those are pretty. Is that what that is? Copper. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. I knew that didn't sound right. <laughs> Copper card. Yeah. So, made out of copper. It's got, it's got the design, ridges. Right, like a, a uh, embossed, yeah, ball-release. Yeah, you can almost feel the design better than you can see mm -hmm, it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a bear in the mm -hmm. woods. Yeah, bear in the woods. Uh-huh. And then I had one made of yucca wood. Now, so that's a little different. That's a little different with a stagecoach. Stage with the old coach. yucca. Yucca wood. Yeah. So, and you can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and here was one that, if you just looked at, looks like a normal postcard, but with your fingers, uh -huh. you realize that it's a flap and oh, it yeah. opens and you can leave uh -huh. a message on it. And then one more novelty I was going to talk about that you use your fingers with are, and I've got several of these that actually have dials. Oh, yeah. On the side. And this is an old one. This is, you know, this is easily 1910 or so. Yeah. hundred and some years old. But you just do the wheel. That's in wonderful condition. Mm hmm Yeah, and it's really neat. It's, it when I turn it, folks, um, it's got saints that mm -hmm. are up in the, looks like a church it's like tower. like a clock tower, yeah. Or a clock tower. Yeah, I guess so. But. I like that tactile. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So I'll anyway. Do, I'll do pictures of some of these. Yes. Or we'll put them together. And, right, and just yeah. get a shot. 
yeah. folks cool. can see them. So anyway, that's my postcard trivia for today. Yeah. Talking about the novelty cards. Novelty cards. So well, I think there's a lot of interest in that type of thing for sure. So I put your eBay um, username last time. Good. So people, so people can, can go it. look. Yeah, and I, I can do it again. But Hemlock WV, I think. That's right, Hemlock, West Virginia. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and how I arrived at that. This is off subject, but yeah. that's where our cabin, yeah. our family's place, right. uh, called the Wilderness. But it's in the little village of Hemlock, Hemlock. West Virginia. Yep. Up in Upshur County. Yep. Yeah, I don't follow a whole lot of eBay people, but you're one of them, so it's easy to find <laughs> your. Yeah. Um, my, I don't have many up there. I'm yeah. lucky if I have ten up yeah. at a time. There but you go. Yes. Okay, so any more, any more projects you're doing? No, that's no, pretty, pretty much it. it. Yeah, I mean, I'm February. busy. Yeah, busy at work in my oh, own way. Um, we will have a volunteer uh, tea where we're recruiting. Uh, oh. Recruitment. Actually, we're doing a lunch. No. So, yes, that'll be Sunday, March the 6th. But I think I'll probably be back. We'll probably be back one yeah, more probably. time before then. Yeah, but probably so, or, or right around that time. Mm-hmm. But that's that's always fun. People oh, yeah. who are interested and they get their nerve up to come and, oh, yeah. and listen. I always say, you do not have to commit. Listen first and yeah, see what so we really have late. to offer. Yeah. And well, the homestead's a wonderful place. Oh, it is. And For our sure. volunteers, we treat them well. We right. feed them well. We... We love them dearly. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we got a little tart, and that's reviews and quotes and whatever we feel like talking about. Okay. So you said you found a book or two? Mm-hmm. Well, I talked about, you know, the, the one fellow, the touch, the science, hand, heart, and mind. So I probably won't go in much as, much more about that. Um, though I do, I think that it looks like a fascinating... Yeah, it does look interesting. hmm But, it, once I got in there and I was looking up on Google, I realized that the gift that I gave for 30 years or so, every time I got invited to a baby shower, yeah. I always went and purchased Pat the Bunny. Yes, which is a very old book. It's by Dorothy Cunhart, is her name. And it turns out that it's the number six all-time best-selling kids' book. Wow. Yes. And it wasn't just all those baby showers I went to. (laughs) Well, I don't know. (laughs) Very popular. And uh, Taylor went through, my son went through several copies of it. Really? But, you know, the front cover, you pat the bunny, the soft fur, you open it up, and it had, like, some sandpaper where you could feel Dad's beard. Ah. There was a little mirror that, Uh you know, you could could look at yourself. Uh, Some flaps, you know, I mean, just various things. Uh It's just a tiny, small little book, but... Pat the Bunny. I mean, you don't get more into touch than that. Absolutely. And off of that book spun all kinds um, of books. And there's one called Touch and Feel Farm Mm -hmm. and and different animals. And, I mean, there's just so many that have come off. But what a great idea. You open up the book and you get to feel... uh, 
ducks. Yeah. Down. Yeah, a lot down. of a lot of people are making their own fabric books. Why not? And then they'll have Velcro, and you you do different things like match the um, different textures or match the different shapes or um, do different things. Mm -hmm. But you're using your hands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And coloring books. Oh yeah, coloring books are big right now. Think about yeah, oh yeah, and <laughs> think about art and just art in general. Mm -hmm. It is the use of your hands, yeah. clay and sculpture, or with yarn. a brush, <laughs> yarn. Yep. But I mean, that's what art is all about. Yep. And of course, I was a drummer, so yeah. your sense of touch. Uh, especially when I was playing timpani or the big kettle drums, yeah. just being able to know the loud, the you know, yeah. that sense of. Is that more touch than hearing? Mm, no, not done with, either. Well, it's with other drums, you know, like playing snare drums or bass drums. It is, you know, it's touch, it's rhythm. But with timpani, it does involve hearing. Because you are reading music and you are adjusting, you know, along with your foot, you're tightening. So you need to get the sound okay. to play the notes. So it is both oh, okay. with the kettle drum. That's a good question. I'm not a musician. That's mm -hmm. one, of, one thing I've never done very much. Of, mm -hmm. so. But all the percussion, of yeah. course, that means that you're using... Yeah. Using your hands. All right. So you got a quote for us? Oh, yes. Maybe? One or two? I always have quotes. Of course, I do that every, every morning. And the one that I did this morning, I don't know if you had a chance to look at it, but it was a quote by, by uh, the poet John Keats. Touch has a memory. Okay, I did not see that for oh, some reason. Oh, you didn't see it. Yeah. And I, I didn't bring, I did not bring my iPad in, but what to me, the first thing I thought of was my son as a baby and how he'd crawl up into, not as a young, you know, yeah. young toddler, and he'd crawl up in my lap. Yeah. And he would have his crocheted blankie. Mm. And he would rub that between his fingers. You've probably seen young so many children children do that. Do that. Yeah. Like they want that satin along the yeah. edge, mm -hmm. just but that whole tactile. And he would have a hand around his garp, which was yeah. his bear and yeah. kangaroo, and and then I was getting him snuggled, sure. the touch of him, and that and then we would read, yeah, and that's feel just. That. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And that memory, touch has a memory. Right. I'll never forget what that feels like. And also, the other night, I was over at our friend Felicia's house, you know, for spiritual right. group, and her big colleague, Dancy, oh, yeah. um, I guess yeah. it was, or Roma. That's Roma. Roma. Roma's the big one. Roma's the big one, right. Yeah. So it was Roma, was just in in the kitchen, and I went over and I started rubbing her long nose, mm -hmm. and she looks exactly like my dog when I'm uh, between the ages of six and twelve. My right. happy, who mm -hmm. was a big black tricolored collie, yeah. you know, 
and the minute I started petting her and I felt that touch, I mm -hmm. felt that nose, I was with happy. Yeah. 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 It really yeah. transported me. Yeah. So touches memory. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure we could come up with Oh, we could come up with hundreds of examples. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Now here's a quote from Romeo and Juliet. Oh. So we have Shakespeare. See how she leans her cheek upon her hand. Oh, that I were a glove upon that hand, that I might touch that cheek. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty romantic. Really yeah, romantic. Some, some guy told me he wished uh, that he was my glove. Oh, yeah. yeah, all right. There you go. <laughs> um, Vera Nazarian, who wrote something called The Perpetual Calendar of Inspiration, she wrote, Sometimes reaching out and taking someone's hand is the beginning of a journey. Mm -hmm. At other times, it is allowing another to take yours. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh -huh. And since journey is my word for the year, right. you know, that I chose, mm -hmm. and then to have touch there together, right. I had to share that one, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Now, here is one um, that's a little more powerful, maybe even a little more uh, realistic, but it's by Wallace Stegner. Yeah. And it's from the angle of repose. Yeah, he's a pretty powerful writer mm -hmm. all the way around. Yes. And this starts out. Touch. It is touch that is the deadliest enemy of chastity, loyalty, monogamy, gentility, with its codes and conventions and restraints. By touch we are betrayed and betray others. An accidental brushing of shoulders or touching of hands, hands laid on shoulders in a gesture of comfort that lies like a thief that takes, not gives, that wants, not offers, that awakes, not pacifies. When one flesh is waiting, there is electricity in the merest contact. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, there's a different way of looking at touch, Well, it's huh? a different way of looking at it, but it's an important way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And, and then you think about... You know, why is that particular person attractive to me? Mm-hmm. You know, and touch is part of it. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. remember one of my past boyfriends, we won't name any names, I just holding hands with him was just amazing. In fact, this quote, when I read it, this, this one by, uh, and I don't know who, Sanibur Khan, K. H-A-N is. But the minute I thought of this, this fella, and he wrote, Your hand touching mine, this is how galaxies collide. Whoa, I've heard that quote. <laughs> Have you heard that I one before? Heard that quote. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, just a yeah. simple act. Yeah, but you know, you know, and then there are uh, 
I don't know of any men in particular, but I remember a particular woman, young woman, when we were young, just an accident would touch to her, that she touched me accidentally, was repellent. Oh, yes, yes. You know, and I I'm know sure it's just a chemistry thing. Mm -hmm. She was a wonderful person. Um, you know, and I'm sure not everybody in the world was repelled by her. It just happened that her chemistry and my chemistry, mm -hmm. that touch, you know, was painful in a way. You're being very honest because that is true. Yeah. There are people that... You know, and, 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 and I liked her. It was just just one of those things. Mm -hmm. it was, and her chemistry and my chemistry just didn't work. So Well, and then there is that unwanted touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where somebody, you know, puts their arm around you and yeah, it's Well, just... I'm not a hugger anyway, but yeah. <laughs> I could kind of put up with it. But, um, but yeah, yeah, you get your, your sleazy old guy. Right, right. <laughs> Occasionally, <laughs> but... Uh, mm -hmm. but well, and then there is the touch that harms the... Uh, the not just, I'm not referring just to spankings, I'm not necessarily, but on the, the beatings. Yeah. And that kind of touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah negative touch. And, and when we were a little bit touching in, touching on the subject of uh, children in schools. Right. And how children need, you know, adults to be able to touch them. Mm -hmm. I really feel that, and like you say, uh, the parents, but I think other adults mm -hmm. as well. Uh, but it's such a tricky thing. Well, because there are some sleaze balls yeah, that problems. have yeah. have messed that up because yeah. children are so trusting. Yeah, and, and should be able to trust, and they can't anymore. Right, That's a tragedy. right. And alas, touching feels good, you know. Yeah. So it's very yeah. confusing. Yeah. Yeah, it's confusing to children, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's a tricky business. Yes. But when we were kids, we wandered all over the top of this mountain, and we, there weren't children around us that lived close. So we kind of hung out with the older adults that were kind of retired or not working quite as hard. Uh, so we would go down to Matinello's and hang out and play with them. You know, they were... To all their children and grandchildren. They'd love to brush your hair sometimes, yeah, wouldn't yeah. they? Come and over here and let me brush your hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or, you know, or snuggle up on the porch swing. Oh, yes, with, the glider. Uh, yeah, with Miss Ella. Or, you know, or uh, Matt made toys. He made these interesting toys. I could dance and sing them. Oh, yes. And um, the Wimmy Diddle. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. And so th they would play with us. And, and I can remember older neighbors who maybe would have, I don't know, like a woolly worm or a seashell or oh, yeah. different bark. And they'd say, come touch this, right. you know, yeah, and you exactly. go over and touch, feel how rough that is yeah. or smooth or cool or, yeah. I mean, you just, yep. And we got dirty and played in the creek, and oh so you goodness, felt yeah. mud and you felt cold water, yep. you know, from a spring. Yep. Just you, I think we used our sense of touch, and people do now. But think yeah. about your touch phones, and oh yeah, how that was we <laughs> just use our fingers in a Constantly. whole different way. Yep. Yeah, 
very different. You get a little cut. I got a paper cut the other day. Oh, yeah. And then I had to, you know, I was doing something on my iPad, and it was like, dang. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm bringing in wood. Oh, yeah. You yeah. really get splinters. Yeah, I get splinters all the time, and then I'll pick up something or, or touch the phone, and oh, there's a splinter in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all those little tiny nerves. And how else do we in this day and age use touch yeah. that we maybe didn't? I mean, we used to have touch telephones, but it was different. You had to dial. Yeah. I can remember putting my finger in oh, and yeah. what that yeah, feels the, the like. Roll, the yeah. rotary. Rotary dial. Mm -hmm. And then when you had push button phones, yeah. you... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think they still had rotary dials when I first um, set up housekeeping. I think my first phone had, had a rotary dial. I kept it for years and years, and then quit working with the, with the, the system. system yeah. right. So I got so I got a princess with the the buttons. So I still have that one. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a button one on yeah. my kitchen wall. Yeah, yeah. I still have that one because when the power would go out, that one would work. It still does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course, now I don't have a phone at the house because it's just silly to have it. <laughs> I've kept. I have kept yeah. mine. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, yeah, how do we use touch differently now than we used to? Let's sure. see, driving, yeah, um, it's pretty similar at least yeah. now. Yeah, we'll yeah. have driverless cars one of these. Oh, I am so waiting for that. <laughs> oh, I'd love to be able, to, I, I don't, I love going places, but I hate the journey. Really? Yeah, because I'm not getting anything done. Ah. So I do, you know, uh, I do listen to books on tape, and that makes it a little better. But I would just love to be able to sit and knit and let the car take me wherever it <laughs> needs to go. <laughs> well, you have been taking your dad to a lot of doctors. Oh yeah. So you yeah, have been like when you live in the country, you five drive. appointments in four weeks. Yeah. Although Sammy did do one um, the other day because you know I've just wiped out. Yeah. And so he stepped in and, and did And when we say appointments, that means trips to Roanoke, oh, to yeah. Whitville, yeah. to Mount it's not, Mary. No, it's not down the street. Right. For sure. It turns into all day. It's an all day affair. So I take my knitting, I take my book. <laughs> yeah. We had to, we've had some bad weather. Let's see, let's do a little unexpected. Yes, let's, okay. Yeah, we've had some bad weather. Uh, snow. Ice storm. Ice storm. And last night's snow was unexpected to me. You were coming back from your spiritual Yeah, group. I walked out of the spiritual group and said, well, my goodness, what's yeah, this? Yeah, that was about an inch and a half. Or made my own inches. tracks home. Yeah, and um, and I was going somewhere with this, and I've forgotten what it was now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we were talking about unexpected. Well, the storm on... Um, oh, Sunday night and Monday. Yeah, uh, I was. We had to miss our uh, book club. Right. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah. They uh, were making crepes. Yeah. We got to have them at Sunday school because they brought them. Oh. Yeah. Nice. They were so good. Oh. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so we. Did, yeah. We had to miss our uh, book club, which was unfortunate. But I'm reading the next book. Oh. Because I had already. Read. I'm going to have to miss this. Um, because I have to take Dad to the doctor, and by the time I get back, and the dogs need taken care of, and the fire needs to be started, I'm just not going to go there. Mm. You know, I think it would be too hard. Too much. So, so I'm starting on the next book. 
which is it's called Blood and Thunder, and it's oh. about Kit Carson. Oh yes, and it's really interesting, but it's not a fast read. Mm. So did you get it from the library? I got it from the library, and it's due on next Monday, and um, it's going to be really hard to get it read before the. You just might have to renew it. Yeah, I hope I can. They've had to borrow it from another library. Mm. Well, I'm still reading The House of Silks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the one that we're doing, yeah. I just have a little bit left to yeah, do. Yeah, I think but... that should be an interesting discussion. Mm -hmm. yeah, I read it while, anything with Sherlock Holmes. I, I love read. Sherlock yeah. Holmes. If I could have a crush on a fictional character. I'd be right yeah. up there. Yes. Yep, that would, I would be right up there. Although he wouldn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Those unattainable men. Well, know. that's why I like the Laurie King Oh, yeah. novels about yeah, Sherlock Holmes because they accessible. do. That's right. Yeah. They he gets married. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she is just as cool as he is. Absolutely. Uh, the, I need to get back into that. That is a wonderful series. There's yeah. about ten books in it. Yeah. I think she has another one coming out soon. Yeah. I, uh, I remember when I discovered those. I was living with my grandpa's uh, after he had his car accident. Mm. And that was the first one so no, take it back. I was I was staying with him um, in his final years, and I read all of them that were available at the time. It was really interesting. They're very good. The author is Laurie King, right. and it starts out something about bees because he was yeah, a beekeeper's apprentice or something. That was that the first one? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's really yeah, they're my, a great series. Yeah, my favorite one was called Oh Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. that, was that was a good really one. Good and then there was one about women. Yeah, the Regiment of Women. Yes, that mm -hmm. was, I like that one. Yeah, so I'll put some links to some mm -hmm. of these. So we can, it's a very good series, mystery series. Mm -hmm. Very good series. So, all right, what else is unexpected? Mm. Well, I went to the Black Gospel Choir yeah. Sing on, it was the, tw I think, 27th or 28th year yeah. of doing it and that's just it's amazing, it's amazing. yeah <laughs> it's an experience it really is and we had a great crowd great. probably 150 people and snow was coming yes in fact i left a little early and <laughs> yeah. got myself back up the mountain <laughs> yeah yeah the snow had came in before the end of the evening mm-hmm yeah so yeah we got what we get here about five six inches and then and then it rang. Two tenths of an inch of ice. Yeah. Yeah, fortunately, it didn't get into the timber no. so bad. Mm -hmm. Because they had a lot of problems up in Roanoke. And, and well, more wine they lost. And blow them out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we were lucky the power stayed on. We, I stayed warm. We stayed warm. <laughs> didn't have to go hiding under the covers with the cat. No. I was ready, though. I did get my lantern, and, you know, I yeah, took I a flashlight up to bed. And um, what I do is I charge everything. Mm -hmm. I charge the phone. I charge all the computers. I charge the, uh, the Kindle and the Nook that's really on its last legs, but just in case. So i got to have something to do <laughs> <laughs> if the fire goes out because, you know, you can't knit very well in the dark. Uh, so, so the computers, I'll I'll go from computer. I've had two laptops now. So Peter and Kathleen gave me this nice one, um, so I, at least I can play solitaire. Because <laughs> we have had times that we've had power off for a week. Yes. 
a few. It's been a long time mm -hmm. since that's happened, but we've had some really long-term power outages, and so you can get pretty crazy about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes, I was ready to take a long walk. Yeah. Which we really, did with the animals yesterday. Yes, we did. We had a wonderful time with that. Uh, unexpected, we found out why my um, driveway is flooding. So you have a creek on your I, hill that I you didn't know about. I have a creek I didn't know about. And it's coming down and washing out the end of my driveway. I may have to divert that creek at some point. That looks like a lot of work. Talk about shoveling. There you go. You yeah. know, that's touch with farming. Also, oh, yeah. the soil. Oh, that's one of my favorite touches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it tears my hand. And I hate working. I hate working any way with gloves on. I know. When I'm uh, as cold as it's gotten uh, to take care of the animals, I have to rip those gloves off. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, uh, um, I had to touch a hen yesterday. Your hen. One of my little hens. Oh. She got loose during the um, the snow, apparently. And uh, so I came in to let the other chickens out, and she was wedged up between a cinder block and the fence oh. under the chicken house. Not a good situation. And she had pretty much given up, I think. And she was soaking wet. It had been raining. And so she just was kind of like, she squawked, or I wouldn't even see her when I came in. And so I had to work her out from between, and I couldn't get the fence loose. And I couldn't move the cinder block because it was frozen to the ground. Oh, no. So I had to kind of work her out between the little pieces of the fence, a little bit where the holes were, and push her down into the mud and then pull her up into it. Oh, and she let you. She didn't move. Mm. I think she realized if I didn't do something, it was going to be the end of it. Uh, so, uh, so, and then I, I picked her up and I snuggled her and then I put her in the chicken house. So, the chicken feathers are wonderful to feel too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes at night when they're settled, they're not all that tame, even though I'm around them all the time. But sometimes at night, I'll pet them, you uh. know, when they're up on their, um, after they settle for the evening, they'll let me pet them. And your goats? Oh yeah, they, well they, the little white one loves being petted. The black one not so much. <laughs> uh, and then of course the cats and the dogs they are all about pets. For sure. Well, I guess we better wrap it up. We already talked about an hour. Oh my goodness, time yeah. flies. Yeah, so anything else you need more talk, uh, comments or No, I, I think we have talked touch. Okay, touched it out. Okay. Go. Well, uh, our show notes are at quincepodcast.com. We also have a Facebook page uh, under Quince Podcasts. We're on iTunes under Quince Podcasts or Beth Almond Ford or Leslie Sheeler. Uh, our word of the day next time is me. And I hadn't even thought about it at all. That's okay. It'll come to you. So I think I will uh, suggest something a little later. And have I missed anything? No, I think you've done a great job. Okay, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye.